Hello and welcome to Compu Junto, episode 77. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit. And I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jolt Tetris. Instead of Jolt, What's a jolt sound like? You just did it. Thor. You, Thor? <laughs> Thor? You just... I mean, he's the thing. You know, he's a, he got sparkles. Uh, that whole thing. Yeah. Jolt. Yeah. Adam Jolteris. That's right. Oh, Adam Jolteris. Jolteris? That's, that's what it is. All right, there it is. Yeah. We figured it out. <laughs> that's what it is. Jolteris. Oh, it took a couple tries. Jolteris. I didn't embarrass myself in public. It's all good. But here we are. Just all the millions and millions <laughs> of listeners of Campo Junto. That's all. It's grace for me. Uh, please have grace for me. You, yes. Octavius, please have grace for I me. I got you. Don't worry. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Yeah. Happy I am Thursday. out here. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Mm. Uh, happy belated brown bag day. And to you. Thank you very much, sir. Mm-hmm. And it is another day in the world of CBJ. <laughs> we just right. want to start out this episode, episode 77, thanking our Patreon members for helping us bring you another episode. This episode of Campo Junto, episode 77, is brought to you by the Patreon, Campo Junto Patreon mm-hmm. subscribers. We thank each and every one of you guys. Again, we're, all, we're a quarter of our way to our first goal. And yeah. we thank everybody who's pledged. We want to ask that those of you are you considering pledging and being a member of our Patreon? You would consider it. Add us to your pool list. Mm-hmm. Um, first pledge place is like five bucks. Yeah. So the price of a comic book or something close to that or a third or a quarter of a IMAX movie ticket, you can help keep the Junto alive. That is correct. That is correct. And CBJ is like PBS. It is supported by viewers and listeners. Like you. Like you. I remember that. Friends at the Junto. Yes. Uh, I do want to specifically shout out some new recruits. I believe I gave them a shout out, but I just want to be absolutely confident. Just sure, just be sure. Do want to give gratitude to Adam Zachary. We do want to give gratitude to Ed Confair. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Junto, gentlemen. Yeah. Yes. So happy to have you. Thank you. And listen, Facebook group is fun. Yeah. Appreciate everybody, all the commentary <laughs> all throughout the week. Check my, the statistics. My phone is buzzing yeah. from conversation in the Comic Book Junto Facebook group. People are sharing um, links. They're sharing yeah. comic books. They're sharing trailers. They're sharing news. They're mm-hmm. asking questions. People are answering each other's questions. It's fun. I have I have had an interesting and arduous week so far. It is, it's Thursday, and it's been a rough Week and I know I've mentioned this to you, Ak, earlier in the mm-hmm. week. Yeah, but but Facebook, I got two things I look forward to on Facebook right now. What's them is uh, one is uh, the group of friends that I message with. We play Destiny Two together. Right. That group, uh, uh, we we play video games together. So I'm always looking out for the the appointment time. Mm-hmm. Like when are we going to get on? When are we going to play? When are we going to raid, strike, whatever? And two, the comic book junto Facebook group is like. The highlight yeah. of everything. It's for fun. Me. It is so much fun. I have so much more fun checking on things in there about what people are reading, their pool list. You know, uh, uh, there's a question in there about Halloween. What's everybody doing for Halloween? You go in as, as something for Halloween, geek related. And man, I just, I'm having a blast. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm having a good time. That's right. So, since I spoke to you last, mm. since we were on episode 76, mm-hmm. what's going on in your life? <laughs> uh, I have officially buried Will Smith's new hit, Okay, Get Lit. Okay. It is buried in the sand. Uh-huh. It has been taken over right. by Big Shaq. 
So internet, let me just break down what Campo Junto is because we about to get this. The song. tingles, boom, boom. Right, but listen, Campo Junto is the philosophy of geek culture. So let's break down what that is. Geek culture encompasses all kinds of stuff. It encompasses anime, comic books, movies, TV shows. You don't want Will Smith to be the first word in this episode as well because he definitely was in '76. And music. <laughs> Music is well, yes. you know, and what we ultimately do is we take all things geek, all things geek culture and all the things that cross over and we talk about them and we take it seriously and true. we break it down. We philosophize. We it's go true. back and forth. We talk about how does it apply to our life? How does it affect us? And how does it affect those around us? Mm-hmm. How does it apply to our life? How does it affect us? And how does it affect those around us? Write that down. I should write that down. Write Let that me down. say, well, hold, you know what, Adam, can you write it down? Because I can't write and talk at the same By time. By all means. Because I think we on episode 77. By all means. How does it it affect our lives. What is it? What did I say? Slow down. It's recorded. Like you can go back to <laughs> just listen it back. So uh, that that expands to all things. It does expand to music. It does expand to to books, to video games, and to video games. I forgot. And today, Octavius and I had the great privilege of seeing Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Pre-screen. Yeah. Got to see it a week before it comes out in yep. his theaters, and we're so happy that we've already got a one shot ready for you. Mm-hmm. It's been baked. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be served. Right. So uh, we're gonna go get that to watch you. Thor Ragnarok yeah. ASAP. Sure, first as That's soon right. as it comes out mm-hmm. because the one shot's gonna be coming out on Thursday or Friday. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly which one. We'll figure. Actually, it out. you know what? Tweet us. Let us know. Do you wanna? Are you a Thursday person? Get in the comments on SoundCloud. Are you a Thursday person? You want to watch it on Thursday? You watch it on Friday? It'll be out on Thursday or Friday, one of the two. That's right. right that's right. And it, it, I mean, this is something that I'm just a little cognizant of. To you, uh, all of the members of the, the BOC. The Blackout Congregation. I, I'm, I'm paying attention to you. I'm listening to you. I'm looking at you. I don't want to put content out. Octavius looking at my phone right now. Is it, you want to just read that out loud? What's that contact name? Sweet Peach. Good butt sent you a message? <laughs> what the hell going on on your phone? What's going on? On your voice on your phone. <laughs> what is that? Sweet peach good butt. <laughs> what is that? I saw a man thing background that had trick-or-treaters and I thought that was cool. I actually, I actually look at the phone and I find out there's someone out there that goes by the alias or their parents' name, oh. Sweet Peach Goodbutt. <clears throat> you know, you just got to have fun with it. You, gotta have, you just got to have fun okay. with it. I got an iPhone background. It's Man Thing Trick or Treating. Which is great. That I is love correct. that. I was going to, I was saving that one for Man Thing Monday. I'm okay. going to put that one out on Man okay. Thing Monday. Okay. I, I, I'm not responsible for it. Right. And then right at that moment, <laughs> I got, <laughs> thing is, being Facebook, I got Facebook message from from my partner, from my girlfriend, Timory. Gotcha. Uh, she, she, I don't even realize, it. I'm not sure if she knows, but <laughs> her name on my phone is Sweet Peach Goodbutt. That's what you put it as? Sweet Peach. Yeah. Live your life. Hey, you know, respect the journey. All right. You know, that's where we I, are. What were we even talking about? What was I saying? <laughs> Unclear. Totally got sidetracked. Unclear. Uh, but uh, we were talking about geek culture and all of those things. Sure. And geek culture, et cetera. Oh, Blackout Congregation. Look, yes. we, we do, I don't want to tempt you. I don't mm-hmm. want to put a review right? for a movie out that you haven't seen. Right. I, I don't need to lure you. Yeah. So Listen, uh, we're Adam gonna just at least will watch all the trailers. That's right, but he won't put out the the. We, <laughs> we, him. You gotta you know have your I mean? boundaries, right? You so have you'll, you'll have you'll have that next week. So go watch the movie. One shot's already ready. We'll put it out at a later date. However, episode seventy seven is going to be a short episode. Here's why. Mm-hmm. 
We got a lot of stuff we're doing. Ooh, do we have a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff. We are doing, for the first time, CBJ Binge. Yeah. Comic Book Junto Binge, Stranger Things Season 2 is coming out this weekend. And Adam and I are going to be binging it. And we're going to attempt to do something new, which Mm -hmm. is a watch party. Yeah. And we're going to do a watch party through this app called Rabbit. So if you have iOS, if you're on your computer, it's rabb.it, I -hmm. believe. Yeah, that's Um, right. That's right. And we got a link that's going to be in the show notes, in the description. So if you're on SoundCloud, it'll be there. If you're on Google Play, it'll be there. If you're on um, the Apple Podcast app, just check that. And there's a link there that's going to be the actual link. So you can go in. We're going to be starting on Saturday at 11 a.m., Eastern, Eastern Standard. Eastern. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to be binging the first half of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, we're going to be binging the second half of Stranger Things. Yeah. So you guys are going to be able to, if, I, if all goes well, if the link and all that kind of stuff works out, you'll be able to binge that with us on Saturday and on Sunday. Links will be there and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, we're going to binge the first half, record a, uh, an episode, a review of that. On Saturday, we're going to watch the second half, record an episode reviewing that. So hopefully, if all goes well, by Monday, you should have a full review um, of Stranger Things Mm -hmm. Season 2. And I believe, as I'm seeing online right now, I believe there are nine episodes of Stranger Things Season 2. So we'll figure out what the cutoff is going to be, whether we do 5-1 for the other, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But I am very excited, because if you've listened to the show before... You know that I, I'm usually not on that binge life. That's right. I'm usually not CBJ on that binge CBJ binge life. is a new thing. So uh, I'm excited to do this so we can condense, condense that experience and experience it together and then give you our thoughts as soon as possible. Right. We got a lot of good stuff between Thor one shot coming to you, CBJ binge coming to you immediately. Stranger Things season two. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good. So, you know, this one's going to be abbreviated. Right. Have grace. Just because we got lots of stuff going on. And another thing that we share with you is we want to be able to give you more stuff. We want to be able to do more stuff. We want to be able to give you... You know, CBA, CBJ binge and one shots and regular episodes and all that kind of stuff. But because we are still working together and trying to reach that goal again, more hands make light work to reach that first goal mm-hmm. um, or Patreon, we have to limit what we do. So if we're going to give you a Thor Ragnarok. If we're going to give you CBJ binge, we're going to give you all that stuff. We have to scale it back somewhere else just because we don't have the bandwidth to be able to do it. That's so right. we appreciate you guys in advance for being patient with us and we also appreciate you guys in advance for helping support the Junto by being Patreon members and we're looking forward to reaching that first goal so that we can expand our bandwidth and do even more stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Getting into this week's episode, this, this short, short episode, there are some things that I know are mandatory for me that I want to bring up. Big Shaq. First, <laughs> first is Big Shaq. Uh-huh. Uh, Big Shaq has a music video. Man's not hot. Listen, if you uh, if you haven't, man's not hot. If you haven't, man's can never it, be hot. If you haven't listened to it, perspiration ting, never hot. Uh, alphabet ting. Uh, Big Shaq is dual. one plus one is two is three. That's four. Quick maths. Quick maths. Everything about uh, Big Shaq is really getting me right now. But I, I want to just take a moment to explain the joke just a little bit. If you don't listen to rap, this might not be funny to you. But it is very funny to me in that. Listening to Man's Not Hot, you expect it to be about something, but it's really just about his temperature. 
Like generally, man's gonna have a big hot. It's just his temperature. So like when you say something is hot, babes, you know it usually has to do with it being like cool. Girl said, take off your jacket. I said, babes, man's not <laughs> hot. This is just about his like personal climate, like his his homeostasis, if you will. pop, pop, boom, boom. It's really good. So I, I recommend listening to Big Shack. Uh, and then my other my mother quack, pick quack, 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 quack. is man's be ducking when the shit go quack quack. Uh, is uh, the the mixtape future, future and Young Thug have a mixtape? It's called Super Slimy. Okay, and uh, I just want to pitch you Octavius mm-hmm. on a, a new character in the DC universe. Oh, okay, new character in the DC universe. This sounds fell where, fell where, himself. Hold on, where are we going? He he fell himself into some petek water. Whoa, emerged. After Whoa. thought dead. Whoa. As super slimy. What type of water is that? Paytech water. <laughs> That's right. And he's not. So he's falling away like, what kind of water is that? Paytech water. That's right. That's Paytech water. And he is now, he is now super slimy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the power of 10,000 slimes. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, I can't keep it together even. I'm just thinking, I think this wait, is the new wait, hot wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait a second. What is the power of 10,000 slimes? What What's exactly <laughs> does that power, like how does it manifest Himself uh-huh. and is he a villain? Is he a hero, anti hero? I need more information on Super Slimy. Let me start by saying I did not expect you to ask me any questions. Of course, I'm gonna ask questions. You know, <laughs> created a whole new character for who is it for? Image Vertigo? There's DC. D- oh, it's DC. Okay, it's a DC character. Yeah, all right, it's DC. Okay, so uh-huh. is it is so who's directing this movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, this is gonna be Michael Bay, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, okay, Robert Rodriguez. Okay, so you know, it's gonna be like kind of graphic mm. right and he's super right. slimy right i don't know but need i say more yeah i just want to know how how does the power of ten thousand slimes manifest itself i just need to understand <laughs> what exactly happens is he like the multiplier like is that the kind of i'm thing? gonna have to i gotta look it up on <laughs> dictionary <laughs> got, to okay. tell you all right yeah exactly but he's you know he's got the power for ten thousand slimes okay well uh, we got we got somewhere to start so listen, shout out shout anybody out to we, back in the day see some of you guys has been a one <laughs> since day one y'all know about man man yeah. and the infinity gauntlet and all kinds of <laughs> you other know stuff. man man teams up with super Slimy. You know what I mean? And listen, we found out why Young Metro doesn't trust anyone. Uh-huh. That's that's really a deep... We going back. It was written into canon. Yeah, yeah, that was long ago. So now if we're introducing Super Slimy... Is it Slimy or Super Slimy? Super Slimy. Super Slimy is involved. Yeah. So Young Metro, Man Man, and Super Slimy. I need someone <laughs> to like... Help me understand. Yeah. Help Adam understand what exactly is going on. Uh, listeners. Comic Book Junto at Barefoot.com. Send in your scripts. Thanks. Yes. And uh, at Comic Book Junto on Twitter. Uh, give us. Start in, a thread. In in your 140 characters, however many tweets. However many threads. It takes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got to let us know. We need, we need you to help us create Super Slime. What is Super Slimy's story? What's yeah. it, what does Super Slimy do? Where is he from? Where's what is the from? power of 10,000 slimes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What does he look like? Illustrators out you gotta there. You got to answer the following questions. Okay. Uh, uh, one, who is super slimy where do mm-hmm. you come from mm-hmm. two what is super slimy's powers right three what kind of water is that <laughs> we already it was panic water we know that already What's i the, just I'm, I'm i'm looking for the crowdsource you know okay got it that's all but and, um, is he a villain is he a hero is he anti-hero yeah yeah where yeah, is yeah, this yeah, crime yeah. alley like when did the like slime alley Slime alley. Hey. hey. Well, look, I just gave you a piece right. of the puzzle. Well, then, you take a, then, you know what? Here, internet, we need you to take us from Slime Alley. What happened on Slime Alley? Okay, and then we got to move from Slime Alley, move <laughs> forward. Okay? <laughs> take us, give us a full thought via a thread. That's right. 
Yeah, if anybody does okay. this, I would be ha- so happy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all of this is to say Super Slimy is the name of a mixtape that I have been profoundly enjoying. From, yeah, that from, don't mean we don't want the story now. From Future and Young Thug. Uh, shout out to both of them. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the five stars and them, the Apple Watch with them boogers on it. I do appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Uh, I really love this album. And recently, I don't know if you follow me on in- Instagram, Octavius, but I've been playing Destiny You don't know if too. I follow you on Instagram? I mean, I'm pretty sure you do. Come on, man. But Because uh, you sent me just hook clips all the time. <laughs> 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 this is gonna be the episode where I can't get through a sentence. Uh, oh, it's an alphabet. You send me hood clips all the time. But I've been playing Destiny two. I've been playing Destiny two a lot. You've been unlocking new dances. I've been. I unlocked this new dance that I I love so much, and I I put a video up, uh, a rap video up, and it's my character dancing to Cruise Ship off of Super Slimy. And look, I'm just I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just out here trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing Evil Within 2 and streaming that on Twitch. Are you familiar with Evil Within 2? Nope. This is from the creator of Resident Evil, and it's on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and it's a blast. It is super scary, and it's an open-world game. Uh, I have to play it on Twitch so other people are around to talk to because it's too much to handle by myself. But I'm having a lot of fun, man. I'm playing a lot of video games. I'm like finding a lot of escapism in in video games right now. Right. Like some kind of, what am I, some kind of nerd? No. Come yeah, on, man. I got absolutely. a, I got a geek it. culture podcast. Embrace What am I, some kind of nerd? Nerd! <laughs> Look, so let's get into uh, <laughs> Hero of the Week. Uh-huh. Okay, so Hero of the Week, what we do every week. Adam, you want to explain Hero of the Week? Yeah, Hero of the Week is our way of recognizing heroes outside of pages and panels, outside of the... We should write that down, too. Yeah, let me just write that down right now. Man, this episode is full of jokes, not being able to finish anything, and then uh, coming up with good stuff for the, the, you know... Moving forward with the with the brand here. Hashtag branding. Uh, Hero of the Week is is our way of recognizing that heroes exist in the real world. And we want to pay attention to those people, the people who go beyond themselves, the people who risk it all and and go and fight this uphill battle or you know face their fears or 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 confront these these high stakes situations and they come out noble, they come out courageous, they come out on top. And uh I, I think it's it's something that I hope everyone would practice. You look around for the silver lining, for for positive influence around you in the world, because the world is tough. Things things are tough, and you know it ain't going to get easier. But you can at least I think focus on good. So here of the week is our way of recognizing good in the world. That's right. And this week we are acknowledging Eagles Chris Long. Um, he's a Philadelphia Eagles football player and he is starting an initiative called Pledge 10 for Tomorrow. Um, and this is the statement he says, um, Long said that his paychecks is going to go to organizations supporting educational equality and opportunity in St. Louis, Boston, and Philadelphia, mm. the three cities I've called home throughout my NFL career. So mm. basically what he's doing is he's donating his entire 2017 paycheck to this initiative. He's, quote, I'm playing the entire 2017 NFL season without collecting income based because I believe that education is the best gateway to a better tomorrow for everyone in America. Mm. 
I'm encouraging fans, businesses, and every person with a desire to join in my pursuit of equal education opportunities for all students to make their own pledge. My goal is that through this campaign, my donation will be doubled by those inspired to join the effort because together we can accomplish more. Long's base salary for the 2017 season is $1 million. Wow. So he's just he's just giving it up to charity that yeah. whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And again, what what he's giving it up to is organizations supporting educational equality and opportunity in St. Louis, Boston, and Philadelphia, quote, the three cities that I've called home through my NFL career. I see that you can find out more information through the website pledgeit.org. Org. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Pledge 10 for tomorrow. And I'm on there right now, and it looks like uh, over $206,000 have been raised by other folks yeah. as well, not just you know Chris Long himself. Man, that is... Damn. Yeah. Heroic. That's amazing. That is heroic. Uh, good on you, man. You know, it's... it's I, I don't want to even put this into his, uh, a place where I focus specifically on his race, but this is a white dude stepping up from his platform of privilege, a white professional uh, I athlete. I think, I think, I think that's something. That, I think that is a part of the story. That is a part of the you story. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't he wanna, specifically is saying, yeah, it's for people who don't. You know what I mean? He's trying mm-hmm. to support. Let me let me find the quote again because this is important to organizations supporting educational equality and opportunity. Yeah. So a white man who's making a million dollars, playing football and giving up his entire salary away. What kind of situation you got to be in to give away a million dollars and still ball? So yeah, right, exactly. Like you so know, so him you being know a white man and giving that away and then saying, "Hey, man, these are the three places I've been. Yeah. I want to get back to you know." That's part of the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't want to reduce him to just one thing, I should say. And and that is absolutely a part of the narrative and an important part of the narrative. And hats off to Chris Long, man. Uh, and I do want to say, you know, welcome to the Junto, Chris Long. Appreciate your $1 million donation a month. That's incredible. Not a, mu- not a million a month. Oh, wow. I read that wrong. Oh, I okay. saw that he joined our Patreon. Oh, and I was okay. Thinking, How many pins we got to send him? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of pins. <laughs> that's just a lot of pins. Yeah. And listen, guys, so that's that's the Hero of the Week. And if you have any other people that you think that you'd like to suggest for Hero of the Week, let me just talk about what heroic means to us. If you go into the dictionary, it says, exhibiting or marked by courage and daring, supremely noble or self-sacrificing, heroic gesture. That, to me... Is self-sacrificing. Yeah. You know, that is a heroic gesture. Should say so. You know what I mean? That is daring. Because, I mean, there's lots of people who make more money who won't give that up. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And there's people who make less money as well. So someone being able to use their privilege to combat combat injustice, using their privilege to be able to help out in areas where they see opportunity, I think that's quite a heroic gesture. I so, should say so. So shout out to him. Absolutely. That's our Hero of the Week for this week. There what we else go. we got on the deck? So this this episode, basically what we're going to do is we're going to do some Ask CBJ. All right. We're going to answer some questions. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get up out of here because we've got more things to do for Comic Book Junto. That's right. So we wanted to slide in here. We wanted to answer a couple questions. And then we're going to get back to you guys soon with some Stranger Things talk. Mm-hmm. So first question. We've touched on this a little bit in the past, but I think it's fair to go back in it because, again, as we always say, every podcast is somebody's first. So we got a question from one of our Patreon members, um, Stephen Ferris. I think his name is Stefan. Ste- I, I just I bl- recognized I, that. I didn't. Yeah, I believe we've gotten this message from somebody uh, after the fact. So uh, I, I hope that I am offering some 
accurate clarity, but I believe yeah. this is Stefan. Stefan Ferris. Free. Free ass? Man, yeah, read the thing. Not I, even, I'm go, let's just Adam, say Adam, my man help S- me. Help me out. Hey, I'm drowning. Hey, my man S. Help me. Help me. <laughs> okay. I need I need help. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> Something come over me. <laughs> uh, Stefan writes, what's the number on here for those of us who read comics digitally, read them paperback or both? He says, I recently shifted to almost all paperback because I found a really dope local shop not far from me in Brooklyn. But after hearing about the really lame, high-key, bigoted outcry from some comic book shop owners at Comic-Con, I could understand why reader readers feel hesitant to support other comic book shops. There are totally, really, really dope, awesome, wholesome, genuinely cool shops and communities, though. So what are y'all thoughts? So I think what he's asking here is, with the whole confluence of the fact that some local comic book shop owners are less than friendly, Mm -hmm. less than open, Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just thinking about paper goods and convenience and storage, you know, do you read digital? Do you read paper? Which one? Why? Why not? How does that factor in for you? Because I I think very... At first, when I read this, I was like, I don't know if there's really a social aspect to it for the shop. But then I thought, you know what? That's the primary aspect for me, come to think of it. The social aspect of going to my shop on Wednesdays is... I mean, listen to me. I said my shop. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel ownership in that place. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan was shooting his new film. Don't say it. In that store. I'm not saying it, but he was shooting his film in that in that shop mm-hmm. and i feel a pang mm-hmm. of, of pride mm-hmm. over that because yeah. i feel connected to that store and i feel connected to that store because i am friends with the people who run that place right and beyond that i'm not sure if you know this have you heard of the band japanese breakfast no japanese breakfast is blowing up they were just on NPR's Tiny Desk. The Tiny Desk series, Chance the Rapper has done that. Mm. Like tons of really, Run the Jewels have done that. A lot of really dope artists have been on that. Yeah. Japanese Breakfast is a music group that's touring. They're doing really great stuff right now. The, the lead singer, songwriter, the founder of this band, her name is Michelle Zahner. Okay. Michelle used to sling comics at Brave New Worlds here in Old City. Have I met her? That's how I know Michelle. I met Michelle some years ago, years and years ago, and I would buy comics from her every Wednesday. And when mm-hmm. she had a band in Philly called uh, Little Big League, I bought a band t-shirt from her and she sold it to me over the counter at Brave New World. So when I see Michelle doing her thing, laying it down and killing it, mm-hmm. I feel pride. Yeah. Like, that's my shop. Yeah. That's my, that's my friend. So that that social component is everything for me. Right. Absolutely. What about you? Man, this is a very interesting topic because I think about this often. We used to work at the Big Fruit Company. That's right. And one of the things at the Big Fruit Company I remember having a conversation about was storage capacity. And you mean like uh, uh like ROM versus RAM? Yeah, actual hard drive sure. space. Sure. And the whole thing being like, you know, you're going to digitally store your things moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. So when you look at hard drive, nobody has photo albums anymore. Yeah. Nobody has CDs anymore. Nobody has tapes. Nobody has records. And if you do, it's like a novelty. Like, oh, wow, you've got a record player. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Sure. You know, it's like DVDs, Blu-rays, yeah. 4K. It's like it's all becoming analog. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I need these things? Mm-hmm. I don't need more things in my house. Right. Um, 
And I was saying like, hey, you need a good amount of storage capacity because you don't have a shelf where you put all the photo albums anymore. Yeah. And you pull a photo album off and then you you crack it open and you show it. Oh, and this is when I was a baby. Like that doesn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. You pull up your phone and you swipe mm -hmm. or you shoot it from your phone up to your television through you know, AirPlay or Google Cast or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you show people that way. Yeah. So the idea of having physical things and collecting physical things is starting to become less and less and less like yeah. that's right. In vogue, I guess is the terminology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or some whatever, however that goes. So I think that's starting to creep into my comic book experience. Oh. Yeah. Like the religious experience of going to the comic book shop I enjoy. Mm. The sound, the smell, the actual trip. Hey, you know, I'm going to go to the comic book store. Like going to, I mean, I remember when I was little, I used to go to the toy store and not buy anything. Yeah, just, just to be in go the, yeah. and look at stuff. I mean, I window shop on the internet. I window shop, you know, in real life. So when, I, when I'm ready to buy, I window shop on Amazon. I make lists. I'm good for making a list. Right. You know, so when I get some money, I'm going to go buy something. But my comic book experience, man, it really is... I don't know if it's just technology is having an effect on me. It's like, man, this would be so much easier to just hit a button on my phone. So if you, you know what I mean? Like if I could just hit a button and then have the newest DC metal and just, I just have it and I can read it whenever yeah. I want it. Yeah. And when, if my wife calls me and I'm like, yes, and now I'm able to just stop what I'm doing mm -hmm. and go speak to her mm -hmm. and whatever she needs. Or if Zuri starts crying or if Zuri, I'm just hanging out with her or whatever mm -hmm. the case may mm -hmm. be, whatever I can just stop what I'm doing mm -hmm. and then pick it up right again. It's just like a TV show like Netflix or like Hulu or like HBO now or go or Spotify or Apple music or what it's just at my fingertips. Whenever I want it, yeah. I can have it. But the actual analog barrier of comic books weigh my bag down. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Comic books, once I'm done reading them, they have to go somewhere. And I'm never going to read this comic book again. Right. And it's it's harder to, to like, you know, to, to, to um, store them. It's harder to display them. It's harder right. to... It just starts to be a thing that takes up space. I, I just And moved. they're not really worth anything. I mean, that's the thing. Is I, I just moved. Right. I just moved. And that is a time when you, you take stock of everything you have. Right. You've got to get real serious about the things that you need to mm -hmm. take with you. Mm -hmm. And I reduced my comic book collection, my long boxes, and my, my collection of floppies by... Uh, a massive amount. I, I might I might have kept only one long box out of the four, five long boxes that I had. Because I was thinking, you know, all the ones that I really deeply care about, I will keep with me. The ones that I, I really liked a lot, but I don't necessarily need, I could buy a trade or something if I wanted to. And then the other ones, like, you know, all of the amazing Spider-Man I've collected forever and ever and ever, which arc really meant something to me? Not that many of them. Did I enjoy it? Absolutely. I got my value out. Am I going to lend it to someone? Am I going to be able to just give it to them and even care if it comes back? No, not really. So I donated a number of it I gave a lot of it back to my comic shop. Mm -hmm. They have a buyback program and they'll give you credit for a long box, oh, wow. which is dope because really? I got to, you know, serve myself. Really? Give them stuff and they gave me credit on my account. How so much did they give you for a long box? Uh, I mean, it was... It they was, just buy it by the long box? doesn't matter what's in it? It was not insignificant. I think they gave me 
if uh, I gave them two long boxes and I'm pretty sure they gave me 40 bucks store credit per long box. Wow. So 80 bucks is not insignificant. Wow. I, I mean, obviously this is hundreds of dollars I've spent over years. Sure, but, but you, I it's, get it. It's just sitting there as recycling. Yes. Paper. Yes. And space and now, weight and something to carry. Now my thing is I love displaying my trades. I like having them on the shelf. I can lend them to people. People can lend them to me. But if I go digital for my floppies, the single issues that come out every week, I have to rethink my relationship with my shop. Now that's so let me let me tell you what more what more, what my conclusion is. Sure. I've got a couple different layers here. Okay. Step one, I don't want to stop going to the comic book store any more than I want to stop going to the movie theater. Sure. You know? Because there's something about going to the movie theater and having the sticky floor underneath my sneakers and, you know... It is an experience. You know, it's just being... People are like, oh, I don't like to go to the movies on opening night because all those people there, I like to catch a matinee on a Tuesday. I'm like, you're freaking wild. I need... (laughs) I want the the bombastic... Man, I can't wait for February until Black Panther come out. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the dashikis and the Muslim oils. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the platters being sold they're, and the uh, church hats. They're gonna, you know they're what gonna mean? install chandeliers just so people can swing from That's them. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I need all of that. I want that whole experience. So if they start saying, Man, movie theaters are out of business because everything's streaming, I would go, Oh man, like I'd be lost. I wanna go. So I'm still gonna go to the comic book store, but what up here's what I'm doing. This is a very long, but you know, compu junto is what we do. Um, <laughs> the way I see it is, I have Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like th- I, that really does make me buy less Marvel comic books because mm. I know in six months it's going to hit. Marvel I'm going to be able to read whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. So now, even my pull list gets smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, and I start to go like, what am I really enjoying? Extremity. This comic book run means something to me. Yeah. I will keep the individual issues of Extremity mm-hmm. because it means something to me. Yeah. The individual issues of Batman, Scott Snyder, Snyder Greg, Capullo. Greg Capullo. Every issue of that, I will physically keep that. Um, sure. Black Panther, I will physically keep that because sure. it means something to me. But really, man? I buy less comics. Yeah. And I'm looking more forward to buying the hardcover bound deluxe omnibus Mm -hmm. because it allows me to display it and it becomes a piece of the decoration and the art and the design of my home. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually have that some, I can put it somewhere, I can display it and I can go, that's where my stuff is. Yeah. My comic books are over there. It's heavy, hefty. It feels of value and worth something. It's not a floppy piece of paper that feels like I can throw it away. Yeah. So, and there's other stuff that, if convenient, I'll buy digitally. Because, I mean, it, it just really doesn't... I still will go to the comic book store on a regular basis to buy the things I want to buy. Yeah. If there's something I catch here and there, I'll buy it digitally. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> what I want to do every year, and what I want to start, is I want to start like a purge. Like, at the end of the year, mm-hmm. purge your comics and give them away. And do, uh, we've talked about this before. A comic book drive. Comic book Give drive. Give them away yeah. to underprivileged kids. Yeah. Give them away to encourage geek culture, spreading geek culture, spreading literacy, and being able to give people, you know, using your privilege to provide something for someone else who doesn't have or even exposure. Yeah, that's major. You know what I mean? So I would love to be able to start 
a like a like you know how people do a toy drive. Yeah, you know every Christmas. year Comic Book does you know a comic book drive. Yeah, and we get we just we go through our comics and we just purge. And we I'm go, interested in that. I'm never gonna read this again. Here's the stuff that really matters for me from this year. And as mm-hmm. you know, my tradition is go to Comic Con, New York Comic Con every year, get my favorite comic book signed, get it graded, and hang it up on the wall because that's my time capsule. 2017. Yeah was this 2016 was this 2015 14 13 so there's this one or two comics that these mean something they're framed and they're displayed Mm -hmm. so display art and design that's important to me Mm -hmm. having things yeah but the also experience of going sure that matters to me too sure so Uh, something that i i encourage that makes sense i just said a lot of things yeah all of that makes sense to me absolutely because there there is there is a desire to hold on to it an artifact it's something that's a reflection of you of that full year yeah, the things yeah. that you're interested in yeah. at the same time that's you, what I want you just said it I want to look at that thing and go oh yeah that's when Extremity came out right right that's right or, oh yeah that's when Black Panther that's right and Ta-Nehisi was on the podcast oh yeah that's right yeah. like 10 years from now but when 10 years from now when I look at I don't know, Green Arrow, blah, blah. I'm, that, yeah. That's not going to mean anything to me. That's right. But that could mean the world to a guy or a girl mm-hmm. who's like, what's Green Arrow? Mm-hmm. What's America? What is this? Right, exactly. That's going to mean way more to him or her than it is to me sitting in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? My wife going, what is this? What are we doing with this? Yeah. So if I can have a really nice, well put together, you know, shelf and I have these hardcover trades on there, that's dope. It's something, it's something that I do encourage is find some time, some opportunity. If you go to a shop, if you have a local shop and you have, you have the ability to do this, talk to the people who work there about, you know, what it means to be a good customer there. If you care about that shop and you want to see them win and you want to keep them around, you know, ask them how the business works. Because I didn't realize until recently, I say recently, but it was within the past couple of years, that the bottom line for a lot of comic book shops is just their, it's their pull list. If you have somebody who sets up a pull list with them, actually has a pull list every week, then it's guaranteed money for the most part. I mean, it's not prepaid, so it's not guaranteed yet. Right. But it's like, look, this person has basically all but reserved this book Mm -hmm. and they're going to come in and get it. And that's really important for their their revenue to make sure that they are staying consistent and sustaining the business. Now, a guy like me, I come in every Wednesday. It is a piece of my Wednesday ritual to go there and I buy books. So I don't have a formal pull list, but this is information that I've gleaned from conversations I've had with the people at the shop. If I didn't talk to them, I would have no idea what they need from me and they wouldn't know what I need from them. And that, that two-way street is what makes it important to me. So I do feel like even if I go digital, I still have stake a relationship with them. I would stop by, I would check in, I would buy trades. I would let them know what I'm reading. I would ask them about what's coming out. If you can build a relationship with the people who work at the store, you can make it more than just a transaction. Mm -hmm. And that's significant. And the unfortunate element of this is the comic book industry at large is nonsense. The, the industry itself and the way that it operates and Diamond Publisher, if you ever want to get real confused and real frustrated, look into the way that comic book industry makes money. Mm. It's nonsense. Yeah, you got to buy a certain amount of comics to get certain comics. And yeah. It's almost like, you know, <laughs> it's almost like multi-level marketing. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. It's, it's almost like... If you want to get to this level, then you have to buy these many things. 
And if you buy these many things, it's, it unlocks another level. But if you want to get to that, then you got to buy this much more and it unlocks another thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, what if I can't sell all those? Oh, that's got nothing to do with us. Got no, no, no. Do. You don't have to buy all of them. That's yeah. fine. Right. You totally don't have to buy them. Right. But if you want to unlock like this discount or this special cover, this limited edition reticulate, like yeah. you have to earn that through purchases and by the way the, which the, sounds very kind of the, you know, check the statistics by the way the the measurement of what a, a successful comic book is is uh whether or not that comic was bought in large amounts by a store not whether or not it's sold through the store to people but oh, actually yeah. if it was ordered by the yeah, store yeah yeah because you the, have a book never actually leave the shelf and they would still count it as a success because they because they Marvel have made the money they have done their job right we sold comic books yeah now whether or not you are the, the comic book stores are selling those comic books because you can't sell comic books back yeah. to Diamond is that correct that's correct and Diamond's got a monopoly on all of it that's right yeah. So there's no other place to go. There's there's a reason why I'm bringing this up, which is to say, you know, the the industry is really weird. Is, it, is the reason quick maps? It's quick maps. It's uh it's the industry is really weird. We only have so much influence on it, but what we do have influence over, if you have the opportunity to go to a brick and mortar store, a retail store, a local comic shop, you can start a relationship with the people there. Find out what makes that shop exist, what they need, what their bottom line looks like, how they can help you and how you can help them. You can have a better relationship with these stores than you know just going in never talking. And I think that's significant, in my opinion. So it's, yeah. it's something that I think about. It plays into the way that I buy. And, um, you know, Stefan, I have no idea how to answer your question. I guess that's part of the problem. Well, I think the thing is, man, do what you do what works best for you. Yeah. And you have to follow your convictions. And if your convictions are, you know, you're trying to transition into a life of minimalism, but you still want to enjoy your comics. Marie Kondo that. Then you gotta work through that. If your mm -hmm. thing is like, man, I really want to support my local comic book store, you gotta work through that. If your thing is like my local comic book store is a bunch of jerks and I have no other options, you know. There's always man. It's not hot. You yeah. don't have to support that. Yeah, yeah. You tell them to take off the jacket, and they were like, <laughs> "No, babe, man, it's <laughs> not hot. It's not hot." Yeah. No, but for real, like you know, do that. My thing is like, I'm buying less comics. Mm -hmm. I'm still buying the ones that I really care about, mm -hmm. um, and I'm not spending a lot of time picking up a bunch of stuff because I know, again, Marvel, Marvel Unlimited, mm -hmm. or I can buy a trade. And collect them all for less money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's the, that's what works for me. And I really do want to encourage you guys to please get in the comments on SoundCloud. You know, also leave us comments on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. Let us know. Would you be interested in donating your comic books to un underprivileged kids mm -hmm. um, at the end of the year? If we gave you a place to ship those comics, actually physically mail those comics. You can get the, like, think about it. And I'm not talking about just 2017. Yeah. Like, if you got a bunch of comics and you're like, let me get rid of these joints. Yeah. Let me just give them to, to some people that could benefit from it. Would you would you do that? Would yeah. you sort through your comics at the end of the year around Christmas time and go, Let, let's just let's just do nice stuff for folks? Yeah, hit us up. Let us know because maybe that's something that we can hook up. I, I would be interested in asking some questions and maybe putting something together. Yeah, because there's some there's a, this is a you know if you've been listening to Comic Book you've heard me talk about this for a while. This is something that I mean I think about it, man. When I was a kid, it was it wasn't cool to be read comics. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But having comics and having Spider-Man and having Spawn and having that stuff, it was a, it meant a lot. Yeah. And it's held me down throughout the years. So 
who else? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who else needs to see Kamala Khan? Who else needs to see America? Who else mm-hmm. needs to see T'Challa? Who else needs to see Shuri and Moon Girl mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean, Riri and, like, Sam Wilson and mm-hmm. all, all of that stuff? Like, who who needs to see these characters? Who needs to see Thor, you know, Miles Morales? Sure. I mean, and not just, we're just naming, you know, Marvel characters, those characters. Yeah. There's all kinds of other stuff. And, you know, yeah. like there's just exposure, like being in this design apprenticeship. One of the big things is I'm exposed to stuff like what? I didn't even know this was a thing. Sure. You know, so what, who are our next? We talk about representation. We talk about diversity. We talk about all that stuff. Who's the next, you know, Roxanne Gay? Who's the next Gail Simone? Mm-hmm. Who's the next Ta-Nehisi Coates? Sure. That just who's the next Brian Stillfreeze? Who yeah. just needs to be exposed to the stuff sitting in the long or the short box in your closet living yeah. room? Right. You just need to be invited. You inside. know what I mean? Yeah. Who who's the next? Going to write the next anime? Write the next book? Write the next movie? You know, become the next actor? Who's going to become the next voice actor for for your kid's favorite cartoon? Yeah. Because you expose them by just getting rid of some stuff that you wasn't going to do anything with anyway. I'm not that's saying right. give away the stuff that costs money, but you know, I'm not saying give away the stuff that's valuable. Don't give away the walking dead. Number one. No, you don't have to make major sacrifices, but it's, you know, what, what are you capable of? And do you want to be a part of that? Yeah. That's Cause it. that's something I, that's something I'm going to just say it right now. That's something I want to do. I don't want to put it out there as a, maybe in, at the, in the couple months, I want to do, the first annual comic book junto comic book drive, you know, that would be dope. Comic book drive. That would be dope. So we're talking in the end of October. Is this something that we can do? Yeah. Even if it's, you know, everything starts somewhere. Even if we turn up with a hundred comics to give away. Sure. Sure. You know, or a thousand, whatever, you know, the whole idea is the heart being, let's invest in the future. I mean, if our hero of the week is giving away a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say we got to be that, but what do we have in surplus that we can give away to someone who has nothing? Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you're speaking of, this is something I want to bring up before we close out our episode, but speaking of uh, giving away, we received fan mail. Yo. That's new. That's something. We received a, a, a package in the mail at the the office where we record comic book junto and it was uh deliberately written on the box that adam tetteris was not to open this box without octavius a newman and inside that box uh was a typewritten typewritten on a typewriter typewritten if y'all don't know what that is just google it is google image search typewriter that's awesome it was a typewritten letter uh, a thoughtful and an awesome letter and two t-shirts from our friend Zach Block. Friend of the Junto. Shout out Z to you. Zach Block Thank you for the five stars on the positive comment, and thank you for being a member of the Patreon. And uh, these t-shirts, uh, there's one for Octavius and one, one for myself. Uh, they have this cool emblem on the front. It's kind of like a yin-yang situation. It, it ain't kind of. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a yin-yang of Batman and the Joker. That's right. Dope. Yeah, super cool. It's the, like Bruce Tim, like Saturday morning cartoon. Batman animated Batman, series. Batman, Joker. Right. It's... Man, this really made my day. This was awesome. So thank you, Zach. Really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. That's dope. If you want to send something to us, uh, you know, you can hit us up online. We'll send you uh, mailing information. Basically Indie Hall, right? Yeah, Indie Hall. That's right. Send it to Adam at Indie Hall. Yeah, Adam at Indie Hall. Uh, the, the, the address for Indie Hall is 399 Market Street. 
That's in Philadelphia. It's th- a sweet 360, 360. I'll, I'll put it up somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. So that's episode 77. Again, um, we're going to be doing a watch party of Stranger Things season two. Um, this weekend. This weekend. First half going to be on Saturday, starting 11. Second half going to be on Sunday. Um, we'll actually put all of that in the show notes, in the description. Please join us for that. It's going to be using an app called Rabbit. You can use it on your phone. You can use it on the internet, uh, on like regular website. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be streaming it. We're going to be doing it together. There's a little chat room in there as well. So it's fun. It's an experiment. We're going to see how this works. We're going to see how it works. So please join us for that. Again, episode 77 brought to you by our Patreon members. Shout out to everybody who's a member of, the, of Kung Fu Junto's Patreon. Thank you very much. Thank you for adding us to your pool list. We ask that you would consider those of you who are listening to add us to your pool list. Please join us in helping support the Junto so we can continue help the Junto flourish and blossom. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's what we got. This has been episode 77. Um... Email comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. Twitter at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedras, at comicbookjunto. Um, did I say what the email was already? Uh, that's right. Yeah. I think I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, the phone number, I should have this memorized by now, but not quite. I know it's 215, so that's important. Oh, got you. Yeah. I got those three digits. Yeah. 215-948-2742. Leave us a voicemail there as well. And we will see you next time over the weekend. In the Upside Down. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's it. We love y'all. Until next time. Peace. (laughs) 